Let me tell you something. Driver don't pick the car. Car pick the driver. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. People out there who need you. This is why you're here, B. You know, B music can help you say what you're feeling. Try this. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we're going to be reviewing the latest Transformer movie. Now, before you click off this review, because you hear Transformers, uh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute a little bit, because this one was really good. Uh, but we are going to be reviewing Bumblebee. Today I'm joined for the first time uh, from his YouTube page. From his YouTube page in the film world, I'm joined by Tyler Calvert. Tyler, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. It's a last minute. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to actually joining you on one of these one of these days. I mean, of course, it was last minute, but I mean, I had the time and I enjoyed Bumblebee. So I was more than welcome to join you in talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad because uh, I, I, I did the, uh, um, the uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review alone and I was talking about it. it was really good. But this one, I wanted to just uh, bounce back with someone to see their thoughts and what they really uh, thought about the film, so I was excited that I was able to grab you in such such a short time frame and stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited because I really like you both. Like we both said just now, like I really enjoyed this movie, uh, and I I I it's crazy too because you you would think that I would be like, oh, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to like it, but I kind of was expecting to like it because the first trailer you can just already tell it's gonna be a different movie than all the other like Transformer movies we've gotten so that had me excited already you know yeah like it actually they look like it actually uh was trying to stray away from the michael bay stamp that all the other ones had with like the his tropes it looked like they actually were trying to do something fresh and new with the franchise other than the same old ridiculous formula that michael bay did through all the entire franchise 
Oh my god. So we'll we'll get right into that. But uh basically guys, Bumblebee, if you if you don't know, uh Bumblebee is just uh based in nineteen eighty seven. Uh Bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small Californian beach town. Uh and he is met by Charlie, played by Haley Steinfeld, and they both just basically like it's sort of a coming of age action movie kind of thing. I really dug it. Uh it was directed by Travis Knight. Uh, written by Christina Hodson, and it stars Haley Steinfeld, uh, Dylan O'Brien as Bumblebee in a short little cameo, uh, John Cena, we had, uh, who else? We had Angela Bassett as Shatter, one of the machines, uh, and then we had George Lendon Lendeborg Jr. I hope I said that right. But uh, yeah, th- that's the cast. I... Uh, first things first, before I give my main thoughts. So, so what you, what did you think about the movie? I thought it was really good overall. I was actually impressed that they, they kind of, they kind of took everything down. They kind of like scaled everything down in this one and just made like a really good, compelling, kind of smaller story in the Transformers world because we're used to like the big, crazy, over the top action scenes with slow mo and explosions and nonstop ridiculous characters. But this one it seemed like a lots of much more heartfelt story where you actually cared about the characters. There weren't really any annoying sexual innuendo style jokes that we're used to with the Michael Bay films or the gratuitous mm-hmm. shots of women in provocative poses or in scantily clad clothing. Because that's what I was really surprised by. I mean, Haley Steinfeld's a gorgeous girl. But, like, she's pretty much, like, punk rock. Like, she's not, like, scantily clad, like, at all ever in the film, which was right. surprising to me. Like, we're finally moving forward with great females in these in this franchise. She's, like, she's like sniffing her armpits and stuff like that. Once I saw all of that, I was like, all right, thank God. Because if this was Michael Bay's movie, he would have had her in a two-piece short, you know, uh, shorts and, like, you know, the tightest tank top of all yeah. time. You know what I mean? And, and is it... Is it just me? Like, the, the movie, even though it's about, like, you know, alien robots and stuff like that, it, it just felt so grounded in mm-hmm. what it was trying to be. It just felt like it wasn't trying to be, like, too much. The only time when you get this really crazy, like, robotic, like, um, you know, Transformers action, like, the crazy stuff, is in the opening shot. The opening shot, um, right away, I can just tell, I was just like, okay, this is not a Michael Bay's film. You know, the opening shots of Michael Bay film, there's all this stuff going on and random this and that happening in there, um, you know, on a moon somewhere and stuff. And this was like this opened up and I was like, OK, I'm in. I'm fully in. You know what I mean? The first like like the first 10 minutes of it, when you uh, when you see what's going on with Bumblebee, when you when you first meet uh, Haley Steinfeld as Charlie, uh, I was loving it in the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, I agree. It was just it was just such a nice change of pace to actually get, like you said, a more grounded film because it's not like with all the Michael Bay films where they have to like find a cube or like a or some artifact of some kind to save the world from being destroyed by loads of Decepticons. It's really just like these two Decepticons uh, are get, going after Bumblebee, and I mean, of course, they're gonna bring back you know try and signal to bring more Decepticons here and take over the. Well, the Earth, especially because no other Autobots are there. But compared to the climaxes or the big things that you come from the uh, the finales and all the other films, I mean, it's much more lower stakes compared to them. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's just like I was watching it and the entire time I'm just like, this just feels so refreshing. And in a way, it was kind of like 
it was kind of like I just kind of uh, threw away all the other Transformers movies, and I was just like, okay, this is the first Transformer movie, because uh, it just felt so brand new. Even though, like, it felt so brand new. Even though you've seen these, this, this, uh, these Transformers before, you know what I mean? And I really, uh, I really enjoyed that a lot. Like, it, 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 it didn't feel like anything like all the other. And we've had like what six Transformers movies or seven? Yeah, if you count the one from the '80s, this would be so. That's because they did the five Michael Bay's, and then this one. Yeah, the Transformers, the eighties, eighties movie, but I don't think they count necessarily. <laughs> uh, I, it's just what I. It's just like it feels. Uh, this movie just felt so different from all the other, all the other ones, and it just felt like its own thing. You know what I mean? And that's what. That's another reason why I just really enjoyed it. Uh, I just I love all the characters. Well, for the for the the most part, uh, I I really I really really I really really enjoyed the storytelling as far as uh, Haley Steinfeld's character. Um, she plays Charlie, and I thought she was really really good. Like it wasn't this just oh hey I'm in a, I'm in a new uh, blockbuster film I'm just gonna give you what I got. But no, there was like solid emotion and method acting in her performance, and I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, she's been killing it lately between uh, this movie and she's Spider-Gwen and Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. So it seems like she's just on the up and up with the hot roles these these days, you know? I know, because I enjoyed her in that, too. And then I think in my in my review, I was talking about how, like, I'm ready for her 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 solo film as Spider-Gwen, too, you know? Uh, because I really enjoyed what she was doing in that movie as well. Uh, that was a fun time and stuff like that. So it's just, uh, yeah, I... Um, couple of things i wanted to talk about i really enjoyed the set and costume designs uh you know the the whole 90s aesthetic with the uh san francisco kind of western vibe i really enjoyed that too uh like i said earlier too all the emotions and the heart well i i didn't i was not expecting all that to be in the movie uh and i also thought this, this is one of the trans those transformers movies when the cgi looks really good too yeah, those last couple Transformers movies that Michael Bay did, they uh, they seemed like they were kind of slacking on the CGI for some of the Transformers. They just kind of just winged it. Because, I mean, I remember the last night, especially, when Megatron mm-hmm. transforms for that first time in the in the desert. And I was like, that looked terrible. Like these, <laughs> like, these movies are like $200 million blockbuster movies. Like, they shouldn't be having really bad special effects, you know? Right, and it's sad this this movie. I don't know what the what they put, how much money they put behind it, but it definitely looks cheaper than the other Transformers films, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like Bumblebee's model is very like slick and clean, and you can see when he's trans when he's like uh, transforming, you can actually see the pieces going together. It's not just oh clunk 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 transform into this. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. actual the pieces are actually being moved to specific places. And I love that because what I hated about the other Transformers movies is just like it would, it would, it would, they would be a car and then you see like a scribble on the screen and then they're, uh, they're like a uh, alien. You know what I mean? I just hated that. Especially it's especially cool though, because uh, the two main villain Decepticons in this, they don't just transform into one thing. They turn, they transform into several different things and they do it seamlessly. And that's why it's really cool. Yeah, I like that too and stuff like. And I also, uh, I also really liked that it was, um, it was. I was telling my girlfriend that it was less of an action movie and more of a story about friendship, and stuff like that. And just basically Charlie uh, trying to find her way and stuff, and and showing that uh, 
you know, showing that she can really uh, move on from, you know, the tragedies as that, that goes on in her life. And I love that, like, so much. Uh, also, the, like, the end battle, like, you know there has to be an end battle, but I really enjoyed how, like, um, the it was the robot fight scenes actually looked good. It was just like clunk 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 all on the screen. It actually looked like you know I saw some I saw some actual like kickboxing techniques from Bumblebee. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, he's always been a really good fighter in all the different Transformers movies. He's always pulled out the really crazy brutal moves. I mean, he seems to be one of the most powerful warriors. It doesn't even matter how, if he's like much smaller than the Decepticon he's facing. He seems to just always pull out the stops. Like even. In the first battle, in the beginning of the movie, the crazy way he defeated the uh, Decepticon by ripping off his wrist rocket and jamming it into him, and then blowing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is this is not this, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is fun to watch. It was really really fun to watch as well. Uh, some of the things I know you had a couple of nitpicks a little bit with the movie. I guess um, for me, I felt like uh, it, it's 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 small stuff, but I felt like it kind of slowed down in the second act. A little bit, uh, you know, after after like certain parts, I'm like, okay, let's get this going again. But um, you know, it, it didn't take me out of it. I still really had a good time. Uh, and then I just didn't, I didn't enjoy John Cena at all. I it was very, he felt very, very cartoonish. So every time they would cut back to his character, I was just, I was just like groan because he's he was over, he he was just overdoing his lines so much, and he was just so. I felt like like I don't know how much you I don't know how much you've you've watched him in wrestling, but like I I felt like I he was I felt like I was watching John Cena doing a promo as a soldier, and I just wasn't into it. Uh, you know, I definitely enjoyed him in other things like blockers and stuff like that, but like I just didn't enjoy him in this movie. He felt very very robotic, no pun intended. But yeah, I just like yeah, I wasn't really I I didn't really. I didn't really feel his what he was doing with his character. Uh, other than that, everything else I really, really enjoyed. So, what about you? Was there anything that you didn't like about the, about the film? I can definitely see what you what you mean by John Cena, just because like he seemed like I think I even said before uh, earlier, he felt like he was uh, very, very strict and stern because he's like the tough military guy because he's done that before in other roles. He's been you know like in uh, the Marine and all that. He's always plays like the straight laced kind of. Guy, yeah. that's kind of the same role he's usually in. Although I do liked him a lot in Blockers because he was kind of stepping out of that zone and being more comedic, which was I think he should lean more towards those because yeah. I mean, obviously there was a lot of humor in this, but basically none of it came from him other than the one line that I was I guess lead, segues into one of my negatives is that he was because the uh, military in this movie, like I mean, in a lot of these movies they're dumb, but like, yeah, like the, the, the military, the military in this is like next level dumb. Like these alien, giant alien robots come, and you're gonna let them just come and <laughs> use so all gullible. your stuff, use all your <laughs> well, stuff because they think that they they're gonna believe them. Like they even craft their plan to uh, deceive them, like right in front of their faces. Yeah, I was like these. I was like when I was watching this play out. And I was like, and it was happening, and I was like, oh my god, these guys are so fucking gullible. All you gotta do is just tell them we're gonna do what you gotta, you know. They were just like, yeah, we'll help you, whatever. And they yeah. were like, okay, come, come on to back to the lab. 
use that, use that, use that, use that over there, use whatever you want. You know, I was like, what? Well, especially <laughs> when they cut. Well, especially when they cut back to that one scene where they have all the different like wires going all around around the globe, and like, oh my god, their technology is so much more advanced, and they can do all this crap with it. Just trying uh. to find. <laughs> that was the other thing. It was just like overly convenient how they found Bumblebee because Bumblebee was being the like dumb and curious and stuck his. Uh his thing into the the electrical socket so he, he got shocked so they figured out exactly where he was otherwise he probably could have just went hidden for the rest of the movie it just seemed like very uh coincidental how that happened and how that played out this is like yeah. really that's how that's how you're gonna find him it wasn't with all your crazy research and all the hacking of the satellites and all that you found him just because he was dumb while he was destroying Haley Steinfeld's house. <laughs> right, and it was like, okay. But, like, I, I guess that was probably the only thing that I, that just took me out of it a little bit was, like, the military people. They were, like, uh, they were like atrocious. Like, especially just John Cena and his, we are here to fight you. I'm like, John, stop. Like, what are you doing? Who told him that was okay? Whatever. But, like, it was just, <laughs> I just, yeah, I wasn't really into it. Um, but at least he had a, at least, he, at least he had a ch- he had a change of heart at the end at least I guess soldier uh, you know, just like, oh, oh. Well, that was great though because he did the soldier he did the soldier thing and Bumblebee was just like whatever Breakfast Club <laughs> I know Bumblebee <laughs> was great uh, their relationship was really really cool um, you know I I felt for both of them and stuff like that and, and Haley Steinfeld once again before we end the review was just so much fun to watch in this type of role I love these roles that she takes because she takes the you know you look at her. Like you go on her social media and you and and you would expect that she would take these like, you know, easy kind of like, oh, I'm a it's a it's a comedy and I'm like a, a stockbroker and I, I want to date this guy. You know what I mean? That's what the average person would just think about. But no, she goes and does roles like uh like the Edge of Seventeen and then Spider Gwen and then this. And I really enjoyed her in some in some of these latest movies that she's been in and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, she's, I mean, she's, I feel like, I, w- I don't want to say she's underrated because she is such a well-known star, not, not only just in, you know, acting, but in music as well. But, like, I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar many years ago in True yeah. Grit and, you know, Golden Globe nominated for Edge of Seventeen. So she's been a good actress for a while. It's just that now she's getting more high-profile roles. I wouldn't say because of Pitch Perfect and all them, but mm-hmm. she's parlaying it into future endeavors with, these high profile roles. Cause I mean, she's going to have two of the biggest like box office movies going on at the same exact time in this month. Cause she's going to have, she's, she's like I said, she's in spider Gwen, mm-hmm. you know, spider Gwen and into the spider verse. And she's the main star in Bumblebee. I mean, they're, yeah. they're both huge movies that are coming out that very end of this year. And they just nominated into the spider verse for a bunch of w- awards. I mean, they probably won't do that for Bumblebee. Right. But, into the Spider-Verse, she's, you know, that movie alone is getting a bunch of award buzz, so she'll get even more, probably more high-profile high roles if she wants to take them. Dude, I, uh, yeah, I, I, good for her. Like, she's going, I hope she does a lot of, I, I can't wait to see what else she does in the future, because she's really, she's been really, really, really great to watch. I loved her in this movie. I really, I really, I really, really loved her character, and the storytelling was really good. As far as, you know, Bumblebee and all the other characters and stuff like that. And the aspect as far as her and her family, I really enjoyed too. Um, the chemistry between her and Bumblebee was actually really fun. What did you think about um, Dylan O'Brien playing uh, the voice of Bumblebee? We won't spoil, we won't spoil like what happens as far as Bumblebee's voice and stuff like that. But what did you think about Dylan O'Brien? 
It's funny you mentioned that because I was going to eventually touch upon that because it was I, w- I would say it was bad. It wasn't a, it wasn't even like distracting at all. It was just like, OK, I mean, that's cool, I guess. But it was. Yeah, like, it was not if, if you you could have not told me who voiced it and I could have just been like it was just some stock person. Like I wouldn't have recognized <laughs> him. So just like how I didn't recognize I didn't recognize that the two villains until I looked on the uh, IMDb after the movie were voiced by Justin Theroux and Angela Bassett. Like I had no idea. They yeah, were, they, I saw they that were too. Dropkick and Shatter like that. That they were those were the voices of them. They were so like just uh, what's the right words? They were just like all digitally altered and all that. So I yeah. couldn't even tell it was them. I was like that that they had these high profile actors doing the voice for the villains, and I had no idea. Right, I didn't even realize Angela Bassett was the voice until I read it off IMDb. As far as Dylan O'Brien, okay, so I I didn't mind it. I thought it was cool to hear it. Um, because I had heard before the movie that he was the voice of Bumblebee. I was like, oh, okay, he's gonna have a voice in this movie. So I'm hearing it, and it was like, it's fine for me. But okay, so for me, right, the problem as far as Dylan O'Brien being the voice of uh, we're not really a problem with him. But just like how they did it, when he's speaking as Bumblebee, he comes across as this like cocky and, you know, like really, really like, you know, um, really, really confident, like in- individual. You know what I mean? Like as he's speaking. But then as soon as he as soon as the voice goes away, he becomes he, like a afraid child. Yeah. And I'm like, but that, that, that doesn't really match up to how he was just speaking like five minutes ago. You know what I mean? So that was like the only part when I was like, uh, no, you know what I mean? I almost wonder though, if the reason why he was so like shy and meek for a lot of the movie was because he didn't have his memory because oh, I, right. I, I forgot I, about I that. I don't know if you remember, but the moment he got his memory back in like the third act of the film, like he just goes like, like just on a huge, like killing spree troll tries to go on like a huge rage filled killing spree. Once his memory comes back, like his eyes glow red, the, the face guard comes down and bumblebees like pissed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw that. Too. I was like, Jesus, what's going on here? But, uh, yeah. So I enjoyed it overall. Like overall, what I said was that, you know, the movie felt so grounded and it felt like it knew what it wanted to be. Unlike the Michael Bay ones where so much shit was just happening, happening all that once. And it became very, very convoluted in those films. This one knows what it wants to be. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm probably going to watch it again when it comes out because uh, I really had a fun time with it. And there was just so much heart, so much emotion. The humor was great, and the action was really good. It's it's probably one of my favorites of the year. Uh, there's so much stuff that I like this year. It's just not. I fair. know it's really tough. It's really hard. This has been a. This is a, if anyone said has said that this has been a bad year for movies. I thoroughly disagree because I, I look at my listing of all the stuff that I loved, and I have about 25 things all on it so i don't know how i'm gonna rank the top 10 and stuff like that uh but overall overall grading we do uh letter grades on the uh on 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 over here so i i'll probably give it a solid a because i just really really enjoyed it and i i i think it's really big that travis knight is able was able to take take the uh you know when someone hears transformer movie uh, they just they just kind of like oh one of those again, but Agreed. like you know after after this one they can finally be like oh yeah okay the last one was really good so let's see what the other one's like you know so I definitely have to give it an A. What about you? What's your final thoughts? I agree. I'd probably give it like an A minus or a B plus if I when I if I was gonna do a letter grade. I am curious though since this movie is getting so well received if they are gonna just soft like make this like a soft reboot because obviously. 
it's supposed to be a prequel to all the other ones, but I mean, the timeline is so all over the place with the Transformers movies, anyways. Because I mean, they're you know they they kind of, uh, what's the base uh, Bumblebee. And you see Bumblebee, he flies in, you know, like a, like a meteor in this film. But then you watch the last night, the last one that just came out, he was fighting the Nazis in World War Two. So it's like, what did he fly back to Cybertron and flew back? Like, <laughs> true, <laughs> but like, true. But I'm Good curious point. if since it's. Do it. It's you know getting so well received critically, and more than likely it'll do very well at the box office if they're just going to soft reboot this and move it along. I mean, well, this isn't even. Maybe they'll you know have some time pass because I mean this movie took place in '87, so I mean they could easily. Right. They don't even have to go full on like you know present day 2018 or 2019 or whatever year they decide to do it in the future another sequel, but they could just go maybe like 2000 or 1999. Yeah. We can go. We can do another retro one. Get another actor or an actress or a couple people actually make it an ensemble cast. Although I am kind of sad because as the movie was progressing towards the end, I was thinking I I really hope that they could somehow do another one of these with Haley Steinfeld's character. Yeah, but, I agree. I was thinking that too. I was like, I would love to see a sequel with them with these two again. You know, because I really enjoyed it. But they perfectly like wrapped up her storyline, so I mean, mm. there's really no. I mean, there's places you could take it if you really wanted to, but it's right. like. It was wrapped up so well that I could see like them just get moving on from her, just like how they moved on from the entire franchise as it is anyways by making this a prequel. Right, exactly. Uh, I- I'm curious to see how this does opening weekend. I don't know why uh, it- this movie and all the other ones that have decided to just like like battle battle it out December. Uh, this Everybody. definitely would have. Like if this when it came out, even because okay, so clear because clearly the movie's ready. You know, if this would have came out like yesterday, I think it would have done really, really well. It's it's going against Aquaman and Mary Poppins. Well, Mary Poppins is coming out a few days before, but it's still going going against those two movies. And I just don't know how well. Same thing with Into the Spider Verse. That's coming out the fourteenth next to Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines is not making a dent, but I know no. like within the coming of weeks into the Spider-Verse is going to, it's probably going to struggle too to try to keep that, keep those numbers. So I just, I'm very worried as far as like, cause I enjoyed both into the Spider-Verse and Bumblebee. So I'm very worried that they're not going to get the box office that they want. And they're not going to like, you know, do the sequels to all to both of them. You know what I mean? I'm really curious. Well, part of why I think uh, because it'll probably will more than likely get a sequel is it also helps with the whole fact that this is the cheapest Transformers movie. Yeah, and it's getting a lot of word of mouth too. I'm seeing everyone who really enjoyed it for the most part. You know, those movies do very well overseas. So I mean, they'll be fine. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's the first. Whereas like Trans Bumblebee was amazing. That's the first first time Paramount is hearing it with any of their any of their Transformers movies. So um, that that's probably like okay, okay, cool. This is what we have to do now. Just let it. Just take it away from what's his face. Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't that suck though if they uh they give all those Michael Bay led ones? They were ridiculous. Not all of them were bad. I liked the first one. Then they got progressively kind of worse. Although I think the third one was okay, and the second was kind of okay in some parts, but still pretty bad but the uh the quality of them dropped but the box office kept going up and up because people overseas especially in the chinese market they loved those transformers movies i don't know why more power to them (laughs) you know i'm not judging them for it but they love them some transformers that's what i'm thinking even if 
it only does moderately okay with all the competition here. I mean, Aquaman, I believe, is already out overseas in a lot of yeah, territories. Yeah, it is. I think it made a good amount, good amount too. Yeah. Um, but I, we're seeing that on Monday, which is good because uh, I think I think the review embargo for that comes on Tuesday and stuff. And then Tuesday we're seeing Mortal Engines. I just like I don't know about that movie, but um, I I have to choose between seeing Mortal Engines or uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. I'm leaning towards Once Upon a Deadpool just because I think Mortal Engines looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just Valerian all over again or something. But uh, yeah, I yeah I enjoyed Bumblebee. I can't wait to see it again. Uh, so yeah. Alright guys, that is our review of Bumblebee. Make sure you guys check it out when it comes out on December 21st, or check it out after you see Iron Man, whatever you gotta do that weekend. But uh, I enjoyed it. I'm, I hope you guys will too. Uh, if you guys was a part of the early screening of the... Uh, if you guys was able to get into that, let us know what you thought about the movie in the comments. Whether you're commenting on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or Podbean, or Spotify. Just let us know what you thought about the movie. Uh, Tyler, thank you for coming on. and Let the, uh, let the uh, fans know where they can find you. Uh, well, I'm really easy to find on YouTube. It's Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, Calvert, C-A-L-V-R-T. It's just my name. But also on Twitter, I'm Tyler underscore Calvert 23. And on Instagram, I'm Tyler Calvert 23 with no underscore. All righty. And uh, that'll be it, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Take it easy.